Welcome to another episode of Saturday Night Combos. My name's Ashley, and this is my cousin, confidant, and co-host, Reagan. And here we like to discuss things that are going on in the world. And what's going on in our own lives. Nothing is off the table here. So pull up a chair and join us for another Saturday Night Conversation. Welcome back, guys, to a- another episode of Saturday Night Convos. Coming to you live from our basements because we're cool like that. I'm coming from my bedroom, so I'm cool like that. So <laughs> that's 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 yeah. Hey, but um, yeah, guys, we hope you all had a lovely week. As we come from you, the start of March, which uh, is actually a gorgeous time here in uh, southern Ontario. So, um, you know, there's no snow at this point here. So I'm good with that. Our snow's melting away. So, yeah. <laughs> <Praise> so, <Lord>. <laughs> <laughs> we all know our my relationship with snow is very hot and cold. Uh-huh. If it's cold, if it's if it's cold, I'm not hot with it. And if it's <laughs> if it's yeah. I'm not good with it. So, um, so yeah, things are, things are, things are warming up here, but apparently it's supposed to get cold again. And I'm like, can it go away? Let's just keep the positive vibes that it won't get cold. Yes. True. You know? Mm-hmm. Let's, let's, let's hope for that. Yep. That's right. So let's start off with something which just brings me so much joy. So, so much joy. So a couple of weeks ago, we recapped on Reagan watching the Teen Mom family reunion. So Reagan, update everybody. Have you been watching or have you finished the Teen Mom family reunion? I did. I watched the last two episodes. <laughs> And what were your what were your thoughts? Well, there wasn't any like major drama in the last two episodes because there weren't any um, drama characters coming on like Pharaoh. Um, so that from that standpoint, it was pretty calm. Mm. Um, Kate came back for the last episode. Mm. And they did a burn box at the very end um, of like, you know, you write down something that you want to rid yourself of, mm-hmm. it, which I was like, I want to do a burn box. Because it's actually probably, a really inter- interesting idea. I probably idea. put like a good like 10 or 20 items in that burn box. <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah. Thinking of it. Yeah. But I'm like, I want to do one of those um but overall i will say i enjoyed it (laughs) it was a good Mm. distraction you know what and i think i i enjoyed it more so than i have like teen mom in the past a because i found it somewhat relatable like we talked about in our previous episode when we talked about this but also it's just been a good distraction from like reality of the world right yeah yeah so I think that's why I primarily enjoyed it mm-hmm. yes and I I love that you get so much joy <laughs> out of the fact that I watched Teen Mom 
it's just there's been so many years where you have made fun of me for watching um teen mom (laughs) and then i was saying before we came on that i will most likely watch teen mom because teen mom 2 is premiering this week um so i i'm not gonna i will probably watch it um but i've watched clips for like you know the season you know preview clips and it's so and again i will say like this is it is a reality show this is clips from their lives Mm -hmm. that that the producers go okay we're just going to take this little three minute clip that we filmed yeah so this isn't like a real depiction and i will say that like they are acting like but like there's one cast member suing another cast like i'm like what who's suing who uh kale is suing brianna over something i i don't even know what it's over but i'm like do i really want to watch it but i probably will i'm fully going in saying i will probably watch it wow (laughs) however it's probably gonna be dumb uh yeah and like also like jade's on this like series and like it's just like some of it's cringy yeah 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 i don't know i haven't seen the the preview for it at all but i'm not i don't know i, I, don't know. I prefer like teen mom og um mm-hmm. Just from like the not as much drama standards. Yeah. You know? I don't know. So but I'm glad you liked it. Um you posted an article on Facebook, which was interesting. Mm-hmm. Do you wanna recap it? Um, so basically it's about a custody case in which one parent is an anti-vaxxer and one parent is a pro-vaxxer i guess and i think it's the five-year-old so they have three kids two Mm -hmm. of them are vaccinated and the youngest is not um and according to this article the youngest wants to get vaccinated but is being prohibited by the parent who's an anti-vaxxer um, and the judge has limited custody of the child to the anti-vaxxer uh, because mm-hmm. the judge believes it's in, quote-unquote, the child's best interest, which is a slippery slope in itself, but that's generally the gist of it. And when I saw the article, I was just like, oh, hot damn, <laughs> right? Because we we hear so much about overreach and how things have really gotten turned on their heads with all this vaccine stuff and this is one more example i thought it's very much right we've we've talked about the kind of divide that's really like and i i can't really we can't really speak for the rest of the like the culture outside of canada i don't think Mm -hmm. um but it's really so ingrained in our culture right now. Um, but it's 
I just think that I don't know as a parent like I get it like making the best decision for your kid but when it goes into like the custody stuff it's I don't know that's that's it's just nasty yeah it's and nasty the- and I don't know it the program I did in university focused a lot on this term the child's best interests I focused I studied like childhood mm-hmm. stuff right um children and the way they operate and use their agency in different situations yeah and this term the best interest of the child it's just it's such a vague statement a hundred percent and like like the parenting i'm here i'm quoting it it says the parenting time order may be reviewed upon the father providing proof he's fully vaccinated so fully vaccinated being two doses and a booster and like like even though he does they are giving him parenting time he still has to like get a rapid test and like Mm-hmm. I just it's yeah I, I I mean if this was a case in the states it wouldn't pass the muster test because they'd be able to argue it's too much government overreach and then also like we're nearing the end of COVID mm-hmm. or not right it's still going to be around but things yeah. are fizzling down yeah. government mandates are lessening so yeah um i i just thought it's just i just it when i saw that i just thought like it was crazy that this was actually happening right i don't know i there's only one other case i've heard of uh related to vaccines and children and that was in alberta this summer Mm -hmm when a child was kidnapped by the father because he didn't want her to get the vaccine oh wow yeah um so and i guess like the government restrictions and government protocols and stuff have kind of led to this um extreme right like this is an extreme um but yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. But I think it's just one more example of like, you know, the blowback of a lot of government control on this kind of thing. Yeah. I don't no, it, it, it does. It's just, unfortunately, there's no like happy medium in these kind of situations. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and it's hard when people have such vast um, ideals, and yeah, these times are bringing people even further and further apart. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I. And it's tough when things can't be decided outside of the courtroom and the courtroom, I don't know, it is, this just seems really far, I'm going to put it right, am I right on that? Far left. 
Far left. See, I knew I wasn't right. Far left. Think of like it just, uh, the NDP. <laughs> yeah, like it just, it's just, I don't know. It's cringy. It is. It is. Especially, and it's such a weird situation too because the parents live under one roof. Yeah. Like they're like how do they, how, how do, No, but how do they do that? How does the dad not see the kids? I don't know. And then when he goes to have his time, he has to submit a rapid test or like the proof proof of the rapid test via text message or something like i don't know like yeah it's just it's just it's setting a bad precedent like that's what this is it's a precedent right yeah and any other case coming forward could end up like this or worse like in the mm-hmm. factor right like i don't know i and you know what my question would be um going back to the child's best interests right the five-year-old says that they want to get vaccinated but i don't know about you you have a kid right i don't have kids but i know a lot of kids mimic uh the beliefs behaviors and like things that they say that they say Mm -hmm. right so if you've got if you as a parent are an anti-vaxxer right and you tell your kid vaccines are bad you're not getting it the likelihood of that kid saying i don't want the vaccine because it's bad for me is pretty high right whereas if you've got if you're a parent who is like pro-vaccine and all that and the kid sees that the kid's gonna say well i want to get the vaccine so how does a five-year-old make that distinction for them? I, I don't think they can. And I think that's the biggest thing is like, you know, like they, I don't feel like they have the hash, like the agency to mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I might be the bad parent, but I really didn't give my, like my five-year-old is vaccinated. Or my six-year-old is vaccinated. Yeah. But I did it in a way that, you know, like, <sighs> did he love it? No, because he doesn't like shots. Mm-hmm. But he's also immunocompromised. And I did it with the support of the pediatrician. And I waited and I did the research and I did all of that. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't an easy thing. Like it wasn't he was on board with it because he did he wasn't. Yeah. But so I I don't feel like it's not like the five-year-old is, you know, Googling and on the government websites reading all of that information and comprehending it. Yeah. Because right, like when you're like my experience of taking my five six-year-old (laughs) six-year-old to get that stuff and him screaming Mm -hmm. because spark like it's not a fun experience like in a lot right kids are internalizing so much Mm -hmm. they don't understand yeah yeah no they they don't yeah Yeah. um the other hashtag that might make me a bad parent but you're yeah, just those- truly trying to protect them. Yeah, exactly. Not- I don't know. This the whole um 
acting in the child's best interest or you know the child wants to get the vaccine i don't saying that at age five i think is a slippery slope i that's i think that's the only thing like saying it for like a 12 year old i think is that's a little bit more because i think there's the age of 12 is a like 12 year olds can make medical decisions well and right i guess the right children comprehend things i think what you're saying children comprehend things differently at different ages right 100 percent. so at 12 years old yes you can fully compromise what a vaccine is um yeah or, like think about it right and know what it is um comprehend not compromise and um, also realize that there is potential risk to it we're at five yeah there's a pony right like they're yeah. the comprehension yeah of something like that is limited yeah yeah um but even at like the age of eight or nine i would say that would be able to comprehend but yeah five years old i just i don't know i i don't know i just know when i saw it i was like oh hot damn (laughs) i don't know it's to me it's one parent saying this is what needs to be done. The other parents saying, no, I don't agree with this. And a judge being very pro-vaccine. Yes. Yes. 100%. 100%. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I I mean, I don't know. Are judges allowed to have their personal... Judges are supposed to be non-biased. Exactly. Exactly like there should be in i don't know there should be like a child advocate in there being like yeah and maybe there was we don't know right may again again yeah this is us just talking talking shit but yeah i don't know but let us know hopefully it's a really big house yeah no doubt like a really big house uh, but let us know what you think. Like, do you think that a custody case should be determined on the merits of vaccination? Let us know. You can hit us up on Instagram. We'd love it's Saturday night combo. Yeah, let us know your thoughts. It's I again, I I think that is amazing that people are so passionate about what their beliefs are and read like I will also like link the article because it's really interesting that like in the article the father did say like he's got a medical background like he research like and that's why I'm very much for people like make your own choice do your own research yeah yeah and this is something that we've discussed before because i know you were very Mm -hmm. like you you did your research too so yeah right and i think that in general like 
hashtag make your own choice exactly that's Um, what i was gonna say like just in general like society like we have to be able to research on our own mm -hmm. determination i'm so tired of like the media telling us what to do and the government like yeah telling us what to do and then other people listening to the media and the government and telling other people what to do like we got god gave us each a brain (laughs) for Mm -hmm. a reason right and we have to be able to use it and Mm -hmm. for ourselves and the only way we can do that is by researching things that we have questions about and making our yes off of that right that's my rant. <laughs> it was a great rant. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, there's a lot going on in the world. There is a lot going on in the world. And honestly, I can't watch the news anymore. Like, you're not watching CNN? I, I've had to stop watching it so much. Hold the presses. Be, because <laughs> it's constant. It's constant. Yes. It's constant. And seeing what was once a thriving metropolis become a war zone with yeah. destruction of government buildings and hospitals. And I mean, they were shooting at people in the Ukraine today because they were protesting yeah like it's just so hard to watch and i can't imagine anybody who has to live through that right now and the sad thing is there are people there are lots and lots of people whether they got out or they're still in mm-hmm. are living through that but i found this article and i don't know i guess it gives a little bit of hope to humanity maybe like there's, there's been there's been a big outpouring of support for what's happening in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And, and this is just one more way that people are helping. But the article is people around the world are booking Airbnbs in Ukraine. They don't plan to check in. And it profiles um, in the CTV news article that I'm reading from. It profiles an Airbnb owner who keeps getting bookings from people um overseas around the world with they have no intention of actually going there though and this is their way of financially supporting um ukrainians who are in need right now and i just i don't know i think it's just a really neat um way way of doing it just through i mean the internet is used for so many evil and disastrous things but this is like a good thing that's being used for and i just i just thought that was amazing it's just heartbreaking like Mm -hmm. it is it is (sighs) yeah there's really no words but I did see that, like, uh, Mila Kunis, who is, if you don't know who Mila Kunis is, like, you live under a rock. <laughs> uh, she she was on that 70s show. Um, I don't know what else she's done. Just movies. Um, uh, she's married to Ashton Kutcher. She's originally from Ukraine. Um, then she moved to... Um, 
Canada. I think she lives in Toronto. Might be wrong. Um, I mean, if you're wrong on that. Um, but she's originally from Ukraine and she they're trying to raise like $30 million for Ukrainian relief. Mm. Wow. And I believe they're good. Yeah. Wow. Um, so she was born in Ukraine while it was part of the Soviet Union. Mm-hmm. Um, so she speaks Russian. Yeah, I don't see anything here about Canada, though. Maybe I'm wrong oh. on that. Yeah, I know. She didn't move to Canada. Okay, I'm uh, wrong on that. Faulty research, Ashley. Faulty research. That's okay. Um, no, she moved in 91 when she was seven years old. Her family moved to California. Okay. Los Angeles, California with $250. Okay, my apologies. My and meal is good. also married to Macaulay Culkin. Hmm. Who, Macaulay Culkin, sorry to be getting off topic, but Macaulay Culkin is now baby daddy to Brenda Song's. Yes. Brenda Song is from Sweet Life is like Cody. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if she was married to Macaulay Culkin, but they were like in a like 10 year long relationship. But yeah, she's, she's, I like Mila Kodas. Yeah. She's, she's a good actress. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's, I don't know. I, What's happening in Ukraine is heartbreaking. And Mm -hmm. I think we talked about last week how, I don't know, there's been different stuff going on around the world. And this isn't new, but maybe it's just closer to home for all of us. Mm -hmm. Um, But just the amount of like support, like people are doing fundraisers and there's GoFundMes with major celebrities and there's Airbnb funds and I don't know it's just and maybe maybe it's just the you know this right an invasion like mm-hmm. <laughs> right maybe it's just the surprise of an invasion that's taken the world by surprise um that's caused this but there is humanity in the world still and i guess we're there is sometimes yeah. we just have to look for it i don't know i think that's 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 a great way so we will link that as well mm-hmm. but for sure <sighs> oh i was going to say yes march is the month that bridgerton i'm i'm just going off topic. what is bridgerton Mar- you've never watched bridgerton no oh my god do you have netflix still yeah Okay, you've watched Grey's, right? Yeah, I'm watching. I'm rewatching Grey's right now. <laughs> okay, so Bridgerton. So Shonda Rhimes, who created Grey's Anatomy, yeah, um, she has a deal with Netflix to create content. Mm-hmm. So one of the the things she created, series she created, is called Bridgerton. Okay. So its first season came out in I think 2020. Mm-hmm. and its second season is coming out in march and okay. it's basically um uh british uh old old timey like it is it's a series but shonda rhymes re- 
readapted it. Okay. So I think it would take place in like eight late eighteen. I don't even know what it, what this time period would be. Um, but instead of it being strictly Caucasian, you have um, like mixed race characters. Mm-hmm. So it's a really interesting take on the British arist- aristocracy. Okay. It's really interesting. Mm-hmm. I think you would like it. Okay. So you're telling me I have to check it out. Check it out. Okay. It's really, it's really, really good. It's really, really good. Okay. I will check it out. If you like, if you like Grey's Anatomy, like it's the same, like I, I highly. Yeah. Like it's just funny writing. It's really good writing. Mm -hmm. Okay. I will have to check it out then. Mm-hmm. So, this is a shout out to anybody who is looking for a series on Netflix. Don't check out Bridgerton. And right, will, the yep. second series is coming out. The second season, you mean? Second season is coming out March 25th. <laughs> so, yeah, it's set in 1813. So, it's it's like back, but they've kind of changed the how it would look in that in that time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which is really, to me, is really interesting. Mm-hmm, hmm Cool. There's, like, equality. They're like, what the fuck's equality? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's just, like... Yeah. It's really interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, think everybody should should watch it. I'll have to check it out. We should send it to Donald Trump. He'd be like, what is this? Say <laughs> <laughs> there's no racism. Uh, no, oh my goodness! Living under a rock right now. Of course he is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Anything else going on? Not a thing. I'm just trying to figure out this podcast <laughs> while we're talking. <laughs> oh goodness! This is like so. In case so, if you're listening to this. We're trying to change podcast providers. <laughs> oh goodness! Yeah, technology problems, Ashley. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. What? Uh, sorry. No. no. What were you gonna say? No, you go ahead. No, I wasn't gonna say. Your merit. <laughs> Um, what do you have going on next week? Anything interesting? Um, no. Spring break is next week. Next week. So, I think time change is happening soon, too. Is it? Oh, it's gonna fuck me up. I think so. It's usually during Canadian spring break. Yeah, March 13th. Mm -hmm. So, next Sunday. Okay. It's good to know. <laughs> Yay! Uh, lack of sleep. Yay! Yay! What's new? What do you have happening in your life this coming week, Ashley? You've got some big stuff on the move. Not too much. Just lack of sleep. She's starting but, a job, and she's like super duper excited. I am. 
but it's all good it's your it first is. big girl job out of graduate school Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. yay yay six months you'll be like okay i'm ready i'm ready for break <laughs> yes yes i feel it i feel it but yes all things are what they are supposed to be that's right that's mm-hmm. it's very exciting it is. It is very exciting. Yes. yes. <laughs> it's all good. Okay, guys. We will be back. Check us out on Instagram. Um, shoot us a message or a direct, a direct message. Whatever they're called. You got a little out of it, Ashley. It's like your Bud Light has really hit you. It's been a long day. (laughs) (laughs) I went for sushi today, and I'm just so full. You went for sushi and sticks, eh? It's actually really good sushi. Yeah, this is what I don't understand. You live in the country, and you have sushi joints. I don't get it. Of course. It's like gas. You can get, like, sushi everywhere. And you just compared gas so is the sushi sold at a gas station no but it's sold next to a gas station (laughs) that's no better (laughs) i know but it's like getting sushi at costco would you really trust sushi from costco well i don't think costco sells sushi no they do they sell sushi yes really yes I know. I don't that, trust it, but I they know, do. I know you can buy a whole lamb. The, the, yeah, they do. Costco. You know what we should do for our next episode? <laughs> we should each go to Costco and write down 10 random weird things that we find there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should do that. <laughs> and then we can compare notes. <laughs> a lot of weird stuff yeah mm-hmm. i think we're i think we're gonna do that so stay tuned for that peeps <laughs> the 10 weirdest things that you can find at costco mm-hmm. what is on your list let us know oh gonna all right anyways thanks so much for listening ashley is ready for bed apparently (laughs) (laughs) Um, we will talk to you guys soon follow us on instagram send us an email um at saturday night convos at gmail.com or just send us a direct message on instagram at saturday night convos um but we will be back with a new episode dropping saturdays Woo-hoo! Bye. Bye, guys. Talk to you soon. <laughs>